Welcome to the Tales of Mythic Adventure podcast, coming to you from distant shores. And welcome to another episode of Tales of Mythic Adventure. And we have a very special guest on our uh, podcast today. Dustin Wright is Chaosium's longest serving employee. Welcome, Dustin. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, listeners. So, Dustin, uh, you're speaking to me, I believe, from uh, the the snowy plains of Nebraska. Is that right? That's that's right. I'm in, I'm currently in Northwest Nebraska, which is uh, practically South Dakota. But uh, normally, uh-huh. I'm normally I'm down in Texas, but uh, I'm spending some time up here for the holidays. Very nice. And and another example of just how. Uh, distributed an organization chaosium is worldwide. Um, worldwide the sun never sets on chaosium or you could also say the sun never rises on chaosium depending on your point of view yeah, I, I like both we'll go with both so so dustin uh how long have you been with chaosium for i hmm I either started working officially for Chaosium in the fall of 96 or the spring of 97. Uh, it's, it's long ago enough that I don't actually remember the start date. But uh, I, had, I had been working uh, conventions and such with Chaosium since uh, the 1993 Origins Game Fair in Fort Worth, Texas. That's where I first met Greg and the gang and got the deluxe 10-minute intensive learn-or-die trademark Chaosium <laughs> seminar. And, uh, yeah, I helped, them, I helped them at conventions for for several years before actually letting them fast-talk me into joining the company. Wow. So it's it's coming up for either 19 years or 20 years this year. That's, uh, that's right. That's right. We're, we're 20-ish at least. 20-ish. Wow. Uh, so uh, you've seen a lot of things go down at uh, Chaosium. Um, you've seen a lot of product come out. And you've even been uh, part of the genesis of some products. Uh, I believe uh, we have a product that has just come out now, which is the HP Lovecraft's The Call of Cthulhu for Beginning Readers, the uh, children's picture storybook by Richard Ivankovic. Tell us a bit about what your involvement in that project was yeah it's been a long wild ride it um the the artwork first came to my attention i think it was um oh it was probably 2012 or so mm-hmm. uh had the the artwork up on deviant art uh which was a place i went often looking for artists uh, to assign to various books i mm-hmm. one of the hats i've worn off and on over the years is uh is an art director hat and uh you know i I came across this artwork and I just immediately fell in love with it. Um, it, uh, it was so whimsical and, and the, and the writing was spot on. And I just, I have a soft spot for, for such things from my childhood. And, uh, yeah, as soon as I saw it, I just, I, I had to try, I had to try to, to bring it into chaosium to publish it. Cause I, it deserved to be printed. It, it was really good work, and and I knew it would find an audience if people could could sure. just get a hold. Uh, so I went to I went to the management and and persuaded them that uh, that that's something we should do as well, and and then reached out to um, 
reached out to the artist and uh, and was absolutely delighted when he replied saying that uh, that he would find it fun as well to to publish that work through Chaosium. So it was yeah it was something something of a just a, a, a serendipity sort of thing, um, mm-hmm. and and it and it finally worked out. It, it it took us a while to to actually get it to print, but now that it's now that it's out, it's it's, it's fabulous and, and sure. I love it. Yeah, it. Um, so when you saw it in 2012, uh, Richard was sort of putting it up on uh, DeviantArt as a work in progress, wasn't he? So it wasn't wasn't quite finished, and he kind of evolved over over years as well from his perspective. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I I believe he added quite a bit to it since we first started talking. Um, yeah, I, I think he actually went back and and rewrote and redrew almost all of it uh, since the first time. Yeah, I saw it, and and it's it's even better than it was before. He's done a great job. Oh, it is awesome, and and now it is actually a hundred and eight pages. So it's a hundred and eight full color pages, and it is absolutely glorious. I'll put in a plug. It's available from the Chaosium website. It's the only place. You can get it for now, and it is a beautiful thing. Um, so uh, that project, we initiated that in 2012, but uh, things just sort of fell by the by for a bit. But fortunately, this is another one of those serendipitous moments. Um, when uh, I came on board as part of the new management at Chaosium and we were just looking through the the different projects that we uh, wanted to make sure happened. I discovered that the artist Richard Ivankovic, uh, the creator of the book, actually lives ten minutes from my house. Yeah, that's a stroke of fortune, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so that was a that was a really uh, great way to reinitiate the contract, the contact, and. Uh, and get the book going. He's a great guy. He is actually a um, social studies and English teacher at a uh, high school here in Melbourne, Australia. And it always amazes me what our fans and what our customers and our contributors do. It's, yeah. it's a very and they're a they're a wonderful group of people as a rule. Well, and uh, so Dustin, your your role in Chaosium at the moment is very much connected with uh, working and liaising with our customers and fans. Can you tell us a bit about what your role is now, what you're doing for us, what what your very important role is? Yeah, I, right now I'm doing a lot of the stuff that I, I was doing back in 1996, 97, which is... Uh, Customer service. Um, I work with uh, customers on on their orders. Uh, try to solve problems when problems come up, mm-hmm. and generally cheerlead, you know, cheerlead the whole group. Um, try to provide them with opportunities to play the game um, and spread the game to to new players. One of the first things I did when I joined the company was start the Cult of Chaos. Uh, so I've been working with I've been working with our game masters for. Well, you know, about 20 years now, um, and they're a great lot. And um, it, 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 I'm always humbled by the number of them who will actually spend their own time to uh, to go out and run the games in public and introduce new people to them. Yeah, um, it's they're wonderful. Uh, uh, other things I do here, I'm, I'm the distributor support guy. So all the uh, 
all the distributors who order our product, which in turn ship it to uh, game shops worldwide. You know, I, I talk to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep them apprised as to what we're up to and, and handle their orders and help them uh, help them keep abreast as to as to what's hot and what's coming up and uh, what's available. And um, and retailers as well. Uh, the the game shops that you find our store our games on. Um, you know, I interface with those people as well, uh, help them find distributors who have our product, and, and when that's not possible, uh, set up accounts directly with them so that uh, people all over the world can get a hold of our games. Uh, so do the same thing. Yeah, go ahead. So you, so you really are the first point of contact for uh, many people who want to uh, interact with Chaosium. Often, yeah, I, I'm often that... I'm often that first person they end up talking to when they contact our company. And, um, and sometimes that's uh, people with good news or wanting to say nice things, but it can also be things where you've got to solve, solve uh, problems. That, that happens. I, I solve problems every day. Um, and I, I do my best to, to take customers and make them happier than when I found them. Um, so, yeah, it's something it's I think you do very well, Dustin. We we get a lot of uh, we get a lot of emails with accolades saying that you'd help people out, which we're very appreciative of. Mahalo for that. Our 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 customers are very kind. They're they're the tribe. I, I refer to them as the Chaosium tribe, which is probably something I picked up from all my time with Greg. You know, I, I see us as one big tribe, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we. Um, yeah, we, we try to do right by our tribe. So uh, we've we've been uh, busy fulfilling the Call of Cthulhu 7 and Horror on the Orient Express Kickstarters, and both of those were fairly complex, uh, fairly complex fulfillment processes. So I guess that's that's been a big part of your job um, in the last year or so, is dealing yeah, with that. Yeah, I've been working with the, uh, the new management team to... Uh, to work through that and, and take something that was devilishly complicated and uh, and, and try to just make it work, get, yeah. the, get the product into everybody's hands. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad I was able to, to help finish those off. Yeah. We're close. We're we are. Close. Yeah, we've, um, we have pretty much finished uh, fulfillment of Horror on the Orient Express. And uh, we're, of course, excited to announce... Um, the new 20th scenario for horror on the Orient Express that Mark Morrison is working on. And we're going to be sending out a PDF copy of that to every single backer as, as just a way to say, uh, thanks for being on the journey. And this is a little bit like a postcard that you get after you've already arrived home. So it'll be out, uh, later next year. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So Dustin, um, Tell us about your own gaming experience and, and what do you actually do you actually get a chance to play? And if you do, what do you play? I don't get to play very often. I, I, I work so much and I because I work out of my home uh, in a small town, I don't have an actual game group of my own that's local. Mm-hmm. although I do play I do play online quite a bit with some friends around the country uh, roll 20. Uh, right. The last the last campaign we played was actually a uh, Hero Quest uh, Glorantha game. Oh, cool! Uh, which which wrapped up uh, a couple of months ago, and I'm currently trying to fast talk them into uh, 
starting a Pulp Cthulhu game because I'm I'm dying to I'm dying to actually play that. Um, Pulp Cthulhu was another one of those projects that I got the ball rolling in the early days. Um, well, Dustin, that's one that actually. <laughs> That's one that really had a long genesis. When was that first it, floated as a possible product? Oh, this would have been the late, the late nineties uh, when I first brought it up to Lynn. Wow. Uh, this was yeah. This was when um, this was when the company was young, wasn't it? Uh, but the on the horizon was the uh, the upcoming D twenty. Oh, the, explosion. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and, there, and there was a D20 Call of Cthulhu as well. Right, right. Well, that's that was part of that. That was part of the story. Uh, the Watsi had gotten um, a license with us to do a D20 version of Call of Cthulhu, and uh, we needed we needed to follow that up because we were going to be the only ones who could publish D20 Call of Cthulhu product. Um, and that's when this idea, I, I had already had the idea and pitched it a couple of times to Lynn to have a more action-oriented setting. But with the, with the D20 scene on the horizon, um, a more action-oriented Call of Cthulhu version using the Call of Cthulhu D20 rules seemed like a perfect sort of halfway to two-thirds step between Dungeons and Dragons and introducing people to Call of Cthulhu, which mm-hmm. and, and in order to in order to grab the attention of you know the the average Dungeons and Dragon player, it had to be there had to be a little more action involved, you know, less less time in less time in libraries perhaps, um, and more time beating up cultists. So that that sort of snowballed into the idea of what Pulp Cthulhu would be. Um, and of course, that was a long time ago, and it's it's evolved a lot since then. And uh, and frankly, the final product that Michael Mason put together is uh, it is a far better book than what I originally had in mind for the Pulp Cthulhu property. He did a great job. Well, it was uh, sixteen years in the genesis, I guess. <laughs> so a lot of time to have a think about it. It is a uh, it's a beautiful piece of work and uh, I'll just put in another plug. That's available from Chaosium right now. Yes it is. It has been a really good quarter for for old for old projects to come out and and see the light of day finally and, and they're both great books. Well, I guess uh, the more product we new product we have coming out, the busier you get, Dustin. It's true. It's been so busy. <laughs> I can't remember I can't remember a busier December in all my time with Chaosium for sure. And and it's been an awfully rare month where we've released um what three or four new books in one month. Um and, and in the last thirty days we have. We've released uh Doors to Darkness and Pulp Cthulhu. Uh, the begin HP Lovecraft's Beginner's Guide to Call of Cthulhu, the Beginner's Guide book, and um, the Keeper decks as well, which are just starting to ship now. So yeah, and and we actually even have something else on the uh, horizon very very soon, actually, and that's the, the coloring book. It should arrive any time now. <laughs> I I check our warehouses every day to find out whether or not it's uh, it's shown up yet. But yeah, it'll be it'll be very soon that that are, that that arrives. And and we've also got uh, 
Well, we've got the guide to Gloranta coming back as well. Oh, wow, yeah. And uh, that's a slipcase edition. Yes, it is. It's a beautiful-looking thing. And uh, another interesting thing about that that uh, Rick Mines was telling me the other day is this is actually going to be packed by the printer. So it's already going to be in a shipping box when it arrives. So it's it's going to come hermetically sealed um, <laughs> to, to to anyone that orders it. So, yeah, that's that's another product that's coming up very soon. So, wow, you are going to be very, very busy there, Dustin. So a typical day for you is, I guess, um, you don't have a very long commute, I would assume. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's a thankfully short commute from from the bed to my home office. <laughs> yeah, via the uh, the coffee pot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then um, I guess you just have a look at how many hundreds of emails have come in overnight. Is is that typically how it works? It's it's true. Every morning I start off uh, triaging my email, um, and it depending on. Depending on the week, you know, maybe that's only twenty emails overnight. Maybe that's um, maybe that's closer to a hundred emails overnight. Um, and and then also I, I check the uh, the website orders. If, uh, if anyone's ever ordered something from Chaosium.com in the last year and a half, I've uh, I, I've touched that. I've touched and interacted with that order. I'm the one who flags it from awaiting fulfillment to ship and give it to the our. Uh, our warehouses across the world to, to ship out. So Yeah, so I, how, how's that changed the way you need to do things? Because Chaosium now has a warehouse in, it's in Brainerd, Minnesota, isn't it? That's the U.S. warehouse mm-hmm. and uh, Bang Printing. And we also have a warehouse in the U.K. that is run by our colleagues Kixto and a warehouse in Australia run that's right. by our colleagues Aetherworks. So how does all that work for you? It's well. They they each work differently. Um, Aetherworks and and Kixto are are both uh, a smaller companies that are much easier to communicate with and and much faster um, uh, to move things along. Uh, as a result, um, our our warehouse here in the U.S. is a is a big company, a company much larger than us called Bang Printing. Um, they're they're actually located in the place where the the Fargo movie was was filmed. Oh, another uh, windswept, uh, snowy place. Yes, yes, it's, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's a wonderful place, uh, but the, yeah, I imagine it's quite cold. Uh, so yeah, I each one of them do things a little bit differently, um, but uh, they they all manage to uh, to get the job despite the fact that particularly this fall, I have kept them very very busy. <laughs> well, that's what we like, and and that that's what we hope Chaosium fans like as well. Um, I I know the people from Aetherworks, and uh, one of the reasons why we went with them in uh, Australia as our Australian fulfillment partner is because uh, Paul Johnson, who is uh, one of the uh, people who owns Aetherworks, and his uh, his. Uh, business partner Andrew, they are both mad keen Glorantha fans. Oh, good, good. So that, 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 that always helps. Is, yeah, they're they're a pleasure to work with. Um, yeah, of of the three, they're certainly the easiest to work with. Oh, um, okay. 
Yeah, and and they, yeah, they they have a great order turnaround. So I, mm-hmm. customers in Australia are particularly lucky. There's there's almost no wait time whatsoever between the time you place an order and the time it ships out. It happens very quickly. There, oh, that's that's what we want to hear. And uh, Aetherworks were down at PAX Australia earlier this this year in November, and um, they had a whole lot of call of our Call of Cthulhu product to sell, and it sold out. Basically, on the first day of the convention. That's great news. Yeah. So, speaking of conventions, you you did a fair bit of convention support back in the day, and there were some yep. pretty wacky things. I've I've seen some old photographs. Um, people in lab coats, um, <laughs> containers with brains in it. Uh, tell right, us a bit right. about some of that sort of freaky stuff you were doing. Yeah, I've, I've been the convention guy here for a long time. Um, we used to um, used to have all sorts of crazy stuff happening at conventions, particularly Gen Con. Um, we would we would sometimes bring this big wheel um, that people could spin, and they would either get a discount or a free product depending on where where the wheel stops spinning. Um, We've done a lot of demos at conventions over the years. Um, we've worked with a lot of great groups of GMs. Um, but yeah, they, it used to be kind of a, a wacky thing to, to come to the Chaosium booth at conventions. Uh-huh. Um, we, um, yeah, we like to dress up and have fun. Um, I wonder where that wheel ended up. Oh, there's, I haven't seen that wheel in many, many years. Um, it, I think it disappeared about the time we moved to the office from Oakland to um, to Hayward. Oh, I think okay. that's that's too bad. Yeah, it, it's, it has been a while. It it certainly didn't come up when uh, when when we were looking through the the warehouse there. So, Dustin, um, did you come to your uh, love of Chaosium products through Call of Cthulhu or any other? Chaosium game. What was what was your first one you played? I, it was Call of Cthulhu. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've always been a big Call of Cthulhu fan. Um, although I had also played, um, oh, I had played some some basic role playing. Mm-hmm. Um, Credo. I've, I've played a bit of Credo. I, I played a, quite a bit of Arkham Horror as well, the original edition. Right. Uh, so yeah, but it, it was mostly. It was mostly the Cthulhu mythos that originally drew me to Chaosium, um, right. but it, 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 the, at the end, it was it was the company culture and um, and this and this wonderful community that that Greg gave birth to. You know, there are just some amazing people um, that are in and around Chaosium, and uh, and and they're just a delight to be around. And, and that was so much more fun than. Uh, Sitting in a square hole, um, digging millimeters of dirt at a time. I, I was a, I was putting myself through college as an archaeologist. Um, oh, and uh, you know it. It got to be just a lot more fun these summers I was spending with Chaosium. Um, so about the time I realized I would never be able to pay my student loans back uh, that I was accruing in grad school, uh, chasing my master's in archaeology. Um, I decided that I would finally 
relent and say yes to Greg and uh, and, and come work for Chaosium. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's been a wild ride. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, and the rest is history. The rest is history, as they say. So um, looking back at the long list of uh, product that Chaosium has bought out over the years that you've been here, what would you say are your uh, favorite products that, uh, that Chaosium has produced? Oh, wow. Um, I've, I've always enjoyed Masks of the Arlothotep. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the epic world-spanning campaigns um, always excited me. And, and the Lovecraft Country material that Keith Herbert wrote um, you know, was just solid, dead-on material. Um, but we've, you know, we've, done, we've covered a lot of ground. I mean, we've published... Roman versions of the game with Cthulhu Invictus and Dark Ages versions of the game and, and modern versions of the game. Um, well, if I had to pick one book, well, you know, right now it would have to be The Beginner's Guide. Uh-huh. Um, right. I am I'm so enamored with that book. Um, we've printed so many good things over the years. It's It, it really is hard to pick just one uh the 20th anniversary the special 20th anniversary edition of call of cthulhu um maybe that's my favorite single book um mm-hmm. it, it was just a gorgeous book and we had a lot of fun with it so i guess um, that came out in 2001 uh perhaps i'd, I'd i'm if, rubbish yeah. with well i think yeah well i <laughs> well, cool. yeah, yeah you're right that would be it, that, yeah. it would be 2001 right because yeah, it started in uh in 1981 well i think that there is there is that sense of uh satisfaction when a product that you had an idea about finally takes shape and that's that's why it's so nice to then see the the physical product have you actually seen the hp lovecraft's the call of cthulhu for beginning readers as a physical product because you are not in the warehouse (laughs) it's true it's true i had uh I had a copy shipped to myself. Oh, very it. good. I'm, I'm so pleased to hear that. If, if that hadn't happened, we would have to make, make it so. <laughs> it's, a, it's a beautiful book. It's, it's a lot of fun. So, so Dustin, we're going to have to wind up here. But I will say, if uh, any of our customers have um, a query, a concern, or a comment, Dustin is your first point of contact, usually. And the best way to reach Dustin is customer service at chaosium.com that's right yeah i'll be glad to help you out and if you send an email there um dustin will be will be on to it um from uh from his location either in nebraska or texas or wherever he may find himself <laughs> there's no telling where i'll end up next <laughs> yeah True. That, that's one of the joys of this job is as so long as you have a solid internet connection you can you can work from anywhere. Yeah, it's it's a wonderful thing. Well, Dustin, thank you so much for being our, our guest on Tales of Mythic Adventure. And, thank you very uh, much. I, I hope you have a uh, very pleasant Christmas, and uh, we'll be seeing you again in the new year. Sounds good. Aloha, everybody. Bye. Oh, the sun never sets on us. 